What's going on to all of the Clover Tech crew and the Ghost Squad? Welcome to flight number 15 of the Ghost and Clover podcast. I am Trey with Ghost Tactical. I will be your pilot for tonight's flight. We'll bring in our co-pilot, Chris from Clover Tech, here in a minute. But before we do, we want to say hello to everyone out there live. Remember, if you are joining us live, go ahead and say something in the chat. Not only do we not know that you're out there unless you do say something, more importantly, the third segment is our random topic viewer driven um segment so you guys will be eligible to be chosen to pick that that third topic just by saying something it doesn't matter what you say it doesn't matter say anything tell us we sound like crap or um clover has a great beard um all sorts of great stuff anything you want to say it's out there this flight is powered and brought to you by our good friends as always over at eaa corp European American Armory. We'll talk a little bit about more of them here in a second. Once again, thank you guys for watching uh, and replay listening in in uh, podcast form. If you're out there and you're watching replay or listening in podcast form, we welcome you to join the live chat. It's a great chat. It's it's very entertaining. Plus, you get the chance to uh, tell us what to talk about. If you guys are new to this podcast, obviously um, you don't know what's going to happen. People that are uh, know this is we. We have three segments. The first two segments, like tonight, Clover will have the first segment. I'll have a topic, the second segment. And uh, we don't know what either's topics are. We don't know until they mention what the topic is. And then, obviously, the third segment is the viewer topic segment. We are uh, streaming live on YouTube um, to over 150 countries worldwide. 150 countries worldwide. We are also part of the Self-Defense Radio Network and the Firearms Radio Network. So go check out all of your pro-gun, pro-tway podcasts over at Self-Defense Radio Network and the Firearms Radio Network. Let's bring in, um, well, we'll call him Shirley, going for the airplane mode. Uh, he says it's a good day. So is it a good day, Fez? Not really. So no? I, I, oh, okay. I said I just I said good day. I said good day. I said good day. You guys might understand that seventy that seventy show if you guys are fans of that, which I'm a huge fan of. I, I was gonna that. I was gonna put I was gonna put there is certainly no candy in the garage. But <laughs> I was afraid it wouldn't fit. So Yeah. I had to come yeah. Up have you watched? Um, was it? Was, I think the the re, the redo reboot is what is it? That ninety show or something? Yeah, that ninety Eric, show. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I heard it's decent, but I haven't it's, watched it. Yet. I need, I need to. So if you're a fan of that seventy show, which I mean, oh, if, yeah. if that seventy show in our house still still rotates on a replay and stuff. Oh yeah, for um, sure. So it, uh, if you've watched it as much as we have, and can quote and do other things, that that ninety show is not bad. Okay. Um, and one of the reasons it's not bad, one of my favorite, I mean, I get the ensemble cast with the kids. Yeah. But Red and Kitty are freaking hilarious. Oh, so, yeah. Well, Kitty was always, you know, Red is Red. Great. But yeah. Kitty, in my yeah. opinion, in the that 70s show is always, I thought, underappreciated uh, because she brought so much comedy to that show um, yeah. just by her being just Kitty, you know? Um, yeah. She was great, and I, I I don't think she ever got. I mean, she was obviously beloved, but I don't think she got the credit that she probably should have for right for 
being her uh great role great role. right uh, you know a lot of people are worried because they're like well you know other than some cameos or something here and there you know uh you know it's an all-new cast with the kids and I'm yeah. Like, yeah yeah but but red and kitty can carry it you know kurtwood they can there was over up i'm like they can they could they could carry it and and i think that they did in my opinion anyway so I remember before we get to the first, we're, we're getting to the first topic here to say with Clover. Clover's going to have the first one tonight. Uh, you bring up Kurtwood Smith. And I remember watching, I don't think I watched the original, like the pilot when it first came on. I, I probably started watching that 70s show midway through the first season. Um, I didn't hear much about it and I didn't really care. And then I heard it was pretty good. So I started watching it back in the day. And the first episode that I watched, I see Kurtwood Smith. And my first reaction was, hey, that was a bad guy from RoboCop. That was where Big my job, mind went. Right? Kurtwood Smith was like, the bad yeah. guy from RoboCop's the dad? <laughs> in, the, in the ensemble comedy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, interesting. But, per, okay. but he was perfect. I mean, he's the mm. perfect red. I mean, he really he is. He was perfect. No, he was yeah. a perfect, perfect yeah. cast. But I was like, hmm, the, the bad guy from RoboCop's the dad. Okay. <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> All right. So let's let's jump right into tonight's first topic. Uh, what you got for us, man? Um let's talk musicals man musicals i like it now we're talking so, like musical movies or broadways or everything i'm talking about um uh, basically movies yeah okay and, and okay. we know that a lot of broadway and most of them were adaptations adapted. of broadway yeah. anyway so yeah yeah a lot of them have been adapted but uh and when i say musical i'm i'm saying there's some that i think could be considered musicals uh, okay that maybe that maybe some people would not consider musicals and and by that i mean you know we're talking movies that have not a lot of music like guardians of the galaxy we've talked about that most amazing soundtracks yeah. probably of any movies out there yeah it's, I'm it's talking about soundtracks there. i'm talking about the cast sing singing something. yeah it's original it's original songs you know we're not yeah. talking about glee here right where they cover right. things all the time we're talking about original songs sung by the cast members during the course of the movie it's relevant to the plot blah 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 um and man it's been a thing for a long time and there's there's some i think some that we may bring up and we may talk about a lot of people may uh may turn up their nose and go oh, musicals you know but then when you get to thinking uh, about it you think there's some great ones out there you think wow um Okay, there's some, there's some pretty good stuff that, that could be considered musicals. So now, G, uh, G Web says musicals are the nine millimeter of movies. Probably, <laughs> I, I, I can't disagree with that wholeheartedly. So, first of all, let's go through let's go through and just kind of give a, a a top five, and then we can talk about other ones we missed. Oh wow! Out of the top five, we can consider the chat, but not really top five, but. We'll go back and forth and just kind of throw five out there yeah. if you want to okay. run that, that route. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm going to start off with, I'm going to, I'll start it off just to give you a, an extra second here. But okay. uh, my, my favorite, and I've said this over and over and over and over again for many years, is Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Um, okay. It's, a, it's an old one. Uh, I don't know how old, but it's definitely an old one. Yeah. Uh, and it's basically seven brothers that live up in the mountains and, and the oldest, eldest brother, you know, kind of takes care of everybody. He goes in down into town and, and, uh, meets a lady down yeah. there and she's wanting to get out of town. And so they get married. And, uh, then the other brothers are like, basically they want a wife. Right. And so they 
Sure. Uh, they go down and down and, and more or less kidnap wives. Well, I mean, some, uh, but, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah, you know? And it's set back in like the Wild West, the uh, Oregon Trail days, that sort of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, so contextual. But, um, you know, yeah, it, it's interesting the things that happen. They basically uh, kidnap them and then they get trapped. They can't get rescued for months and months and months on the end. And, you know, the stories can't ensue from there. And, uh, it's it's I don't know it's it's interesting so that, sure. that would be we'll throw that out just simply because that's my that's my favorite so if anybody has not watched that one uh, okay. I encourage you to do that. Um, my favorite, my number one pick will be Sound of Music. Um, oh yeah, I'm a huge Sound of Music fan. I think it is one of the the. I think it's the best musical ever. I mean, obviously there are people that will argue that, but it is definitely, that is one of the very few musicals that every time I see it on, I'm going to watch whatever's left of it. So I'm a huge Sound of Music fan. So I'm going to go Sound of Music with my first pick. Yeah. First 30 minutes or so aside, right? (laughs) I mean, I mean, yeah. But once it kicks in, like once, once Julie Andrews shows up, um it's pretty remarkable and not only is she great but christopher Plummer's great i mean um you know one of my favorite songs in the movie ever is christopher Plummer singing edelweiss and it's just a, it's beautiful it's just a beautiful song so oh yeah yeah without a doubt yeah big big fan of sound of music for sure um i'm gonna go uh willie walk in the chocolate factory man that's gene fair wilder? come on gene, gene wilder, wilder. Right. absolutely oh, oh yeah. wonderful it, if you haven't watched uh Willie Walk in the Chocolate Factory out there. Shame on you. Right. Uh, and speaking of that, might end up being our Christmas movie this year. Uh, there's a movie coming out called Wonka. I saw I that. Yeah, I, I saw don't that. Know if that's, I don't know if that's going to be musically based or not. Don't waste your time with the Johnny Depp version, I don't think. But um, <laughs> but it's the story of how he became Wonka, basically, I think. And, yeah. Um, that could, that be, could be interesting. interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, my number two is uh, probably Grease. I'm a big Grease fan. Um, Valid. Yeah, I now love where Grease. Where you stand on uh, Grease two? Grease two. I'm a, I'm I'm actually a pretty big fan of Grease two for really? one simple reason. Michelle Pfeiffer. That was the first time I was a kid, and I remember seeing Michelle Pfeiffer as a young boy, and that that kind of changed me for a little bit. I was like, oh. Who's that? Right. Um, right. I, I think th- I think that the movie is trash, um, but Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah, I'm in. Makes it, yeah, makes it, yeah, yeah. For me, it does. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, third one here. Uh, Halloween's coming up, man. Uh, Rocky Horror no. Picture Show. You son of a motherless goat. Yeah, no. And there's a lot of people. Uh, you know, so that. can I? Am I allowed? Am I allowed to pick? ones that you pick also or well no? i mean you can but this is because i've like got others draft. i was gonna pick that but i will i, I can i've got others yeah I've got throw, others. A, throw another one in because this is just we're just picking five just to kind of let people know yeah they're out there more that's what i'm saying is i want i, I don't want to do um, the same ones because i want people to yeah. maybe that don't know about some of these um so rocky see. horror picture show is weird don't get me wrong. It's a great. Uh, that was that was gonna be my number and, three. But, uh, I and agree. I'm gonna tell you what. You watch Rocky Rocky Horror Picture Show. And you're walking around in Walmart singing "Sweet Transvestite." You know. <laughs> um, 
People tend to look at you funny, you know. A little like, bit, a little bit. And if you have like never, was- if, if you've never experienced going to a theater during a Rocky this Horror Picture true. Show, um, they have used them in Dallas at least three or four times a year. And I don't know oh, yeah. if it's still everywhere, but we they There's acted somewhere. out and had people you dressed up. Oh, there and will it's be wonderful. on Halloween night. There will definitely be a a showing of Rocky Horror somewhere. Yeah, the vast majority of people in there will be dressed up and. It's pretty awesome. And they act out the movie. You don't even have to actually watch the movie. You, it's, it's a whole show within itself. It's pretty amazing, it really. Is. Yeah, the movie's going while they act the movie out. It's it's, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, and the whole is. audience is dressed up, so it's crazy. Yeah. So I want to my number three now um, will be Pink Floyd: The Wall. Obviously, oh, yeah. everyone knows my feelings about Pink Floyd, um, and. It was it was actually a pretty good movie, but obviously the soundtrack and all of that um, was amazing. But um, Pink Floyd: The Wall, I don't think gets enough credit because it is weird. It it, it I'm, I'm not gonna lie, it is weird. Um, it's not as weird as like Clockwork Orange, which uh, I will say will be an honorable mention, which could be a great musical, but it's a, such a weird movie. Uh, but I'm gonna go. My number three would be The Wall. That's fair. What's no wrong with that? Uh, well, we got a fourth one here. Think about the top yeah. of my head. Fourth pick. What do we got? Um, hmm. Number four. Number four. What could it be? There's so many. Uh, which one do I want to yeah, throw in there? There's a lot of great ones. Oh, I, let's go, Popeye. Robin Williams, man. Right. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have not. I would have not gone down that road, but sure, let's absolutely. Popeye. Let's go, Popeye. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you haven't seen that one, uh pretty decent pretty decent and i don't know that they've attempted a popeye movie have they like i don't that. think they've done one since i mean how how do honestly how do you take popeye to another level after robin williams he was he was great in it he really was he was great yeah i think so too yeah yeah uh my number four my number four it's not a musical but it is Okay, and you'll understand when I say this because there's a reason why I would consider it a musical. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with The Doors simply because okay. Val Kilmer sang those songs. Those were not tracked songs in the movie. He actually learned how to sing like Jim Morrison. And all of the music, all of the voice in The Doors, the movie, was Val Kilmer singing as Jim Morrison. So that puts me to say they're not lip syncing Jim Morrison. He was singing in all of those recording and you know, all of that. So um, it's a great movie. My second favorite Val Kilmer movie of all time behind Tombstone. Um, I'm going to say the doors. And I know people say that it's not a musical, but I think it, I think it is. I think it is. I'm going to go to doors. If Are you okay with the doors being considered a musical? Um, yeah, I mean, I'll allow it. I, I did say that it needs to be original music or whatever. Yeah, but but I will say this. They're not, Val Kilmer was actually singing. I get in that it. Movie. I get it, but it's Doors music that was. Okay, uh, I'll take him off. I'll, so Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody's out then, too. That so. would be out, too. Yeah. Stay, okay, uh, I'll go uh, number Saturday four. Night, Saturday Night Fever or Stan, uh, yeah, Stan yeah, Alarm or whatever. Yeah. I'll, okay, I'll, that's fair. Singing. That's fair. Number four, then I will put Clockwork Orange in there. I okay. will put a clockwork orange as number four. That's valid. 
There's I know a it's lot. a weird movie, but I love Clockwork Orange. Yeah, it's not like you can't throw another one in there. I mean, yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. You know, um, so we're on to number five. I'm gonna go Sweeney Todd, man. Dark, uh, but you know, I was railing on Johnny Depp earlier for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but Sweeney Todd, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, uh, a homicidal barber. If you're not familiar with Sweeney Todd, basically, I've never. I actually have. I was going to say because I've never heard of it. Oh um, yeah, oh yeah. It's pretty dark, but it's it's pretty good. I got a question for you because I don't know if this one was going to count or not. Because I have a backup for it. Does. <sighs> Top secret count. Would you consider Top Secret as a musical? Uh, that's a good one. Um, it's a more of a comedy that has singing, but it's not a musical. I love. I, I'll put that as an honorable mention because that's kind of on in the gray area. So I'll put that as an honorable yeah. mention. Uh, my number five will be, and, and people are going to make fun of me. And it necessarily means it's my number five. It's just the one I can think of is Pitch Perfect, the original Pitch Perfect. That's a lot of cover, It's a lot of cover, but the whole thing is about these people singing. It's not lip syncing. I, it's, I guess it is. It's about... It's a, uh, okay, maybe. so... Okay, I mean, if, so, if we allow Pitch Perfect, then we got to allow Bohemian Rhapsody and the Doors in there, too, because, I mean... Okay, well, okay. And we can, okay. And we can uh, add a bunch uh, more, because I was, okay. the, I was thinking of the cartoon Sing, but then it dawns on me that that's, yeah. I don't know that there's any original tunes in that. So, you know. Um, okay. How but I mean, about, they're worth bringing up. They're how about Hairspray? Up. Hairspray the movie. Now, the original or the new one? No, the original with John Travolta back in, what was that, the 90s or whatever? No, the original was not John Travolta. No, the original Travolta. was on Broadway. Uh, I don't know if it was the a movie was back in the Lake. day. The original had Ricky Lake. The original did not have John Travolta. I thought John Travolta was in Hairspray, wasn't it? The new no, he was in another John movie. Oh, yeah. The no, no, no. The one, John Travolta I'm talking, as the mom. Okay, yeah. No, no, I'm not talking, I'm talking the ones like back in the 90s. That was Ricky Lake, yeah. Okay, all right. Before right. she got her The only reason why I thought I knew that was a Broadway. I knew that was a Broadway movie. I don't really care for that one, but I knew it was a Broadway. I knew it fit into that. That's okay, I think. And it, it's and one now. Would School of Rock consider okay. a musical? No, because it's too much. No, okay. Too much cover. I okay. Think. Okay. No, I get that. What uh, about what about a Hard Day's Night? It's a Beatles movie, but it was them singing their own songs. It's not a cover. That's what I'm saying, though. It's. it's mm. I mean, they're they're not covering. They're they're singing their songs. It's a movie yeah, no, with music and in it's it. Based around, yeah. I'm just it's trying tough, to throw it because you, you know you're making too many damn rules for this thing. You know. <laughs> I know, but at the end of the day, it's just to get some things out there. That's exactly. That's why I keep throwing movies out there. I mean, go watch all the stuff we've talked about. Bill and Ted's so Excellent Adventure. They sang in that movie. Oh, they did, and it was it was some good. Yeah, it was horrible singing, but. Oh, G23 says, what about Mamma Mia? That's true, but that, but that wouldn't count according to Clover's rules because that's all ABBA covers. So, mm -hmm. yeah, 
And then uh, and right out there, it says Rocky Horror Picture. That was very easily one of our top picks. Ooh, oh, Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. Chase brings up Labyrinth and Little Shop of Horrors. Great one. Well, yeah, I was fixing to mention Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, Steve Martin and uh, yeah. Uh, who am I thinking? Uh, Rick um, Moranis. Moranis, yeah. 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 yeah Labyrinth was good with much, David Bowie. Yeah, pretty much every Disney movie, right? Well, I mean, I, I think that honestly, I mean, yes, I honestly think that Disney movies are their own little category. Are they musicals? Yeah, but I think when you say Disney movies, everyone knows what that is. Uh, I would put, okay, real quick, my favorite, your favorite Disney movie. Real quick on the top of your head. First thing that comes to your mind. Um. Man, I've all but forgotten about Disney. So, like, okay, Aladdin, mine's definitely I, mine's mine's definitely Lion King. I'm a huge Lion King fan. Lion King's good. I, I'm a uh, you know, I would say Aladdin. I would have to say Aladdin. Robin Williams, okay. Genie, Aladdin. Like none yep, of the sure, follow up absolutely. crap at all. Yeah, but oh yeah. my god, like because of Robin Williams. No, no other. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I like get Aladdin. it. Aladdin. Like holy crap, he <laughs> just amazing. <laughs> Now Chase out there and, and 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 he's saying my wife, the theater and literature teacher, says a musical is defined as a production that part of the storyline is revealed through music. I agree with that. Now, once again, this is Clover's topic, so he has the freedom to create whatever rules, even though they might be unrealistic rules. It, they are his rules for this segment. So But know. if they're if there's if there's if they're regurgitating um popular music then is that it's a musical you, it's a are you actually absolutely. telling a story I, I don't know i don't know but i yeah either way i mean there's some good stuff I, la bamba la bamba comes up right la bamba's freaking but, but that I wouldn't mean, be that a musical be, because that's a cover that, according to you but that would i know that's my point that's what i'm saying I, i'm not yeah. i'm not knocking anything because of it it's like i just <laughs> don't know that it fits into the criteria that i'm looking for well like i said because this is I your give, topic because I want to give people, oh man, I just thought of a Disney, and and I was thinking animated with Disney. I wasn't thinking live action, but holy crap, Mary yeah. Poppins, right? Like how could you? Oh, Mary like, Poppins is a great one. Oh my gosh! Once again, oh. basically anything with Julie Andrews, you could really put in there. Let's be yeah. honest. But I wanted, um, I wanted to, and there's there's a reason that I was kind of coming up with some weird rules, and I didn't want to want to get into things that had mainstream you know music that are bands and artists that everybody knows uh, is because you've got a lot of people already know about that stuff and again it's about exposure to us mentioning something that somebody goes oh snap i run across that on netflix or hulu or right, amazon yeah. or max or whatever you know and maybe they watch it next weekend or something sure you know, that type of absolutely thing. So, um that was more my thing. The purple rain comes to mind, right? Like thinking of purple stuff that rain. don't count, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, purple yeah, rain was a, a great There's movie. a lot of stuff. Absolutely. Best little whorehouse in Texas. Oh my God. How did I forget about that? That was a that was a classic. I, I did oh forget about that one as well. God. Yeah. That was a great if one. If you haven't seen that one, ladies and gentlemen, please do yourself a favor. Really? Nine to five for that can can be considered a movie, uh, a musical with Dolly Partner, all of them. Did they sing much other than the main title? I don't know. I, I, I bro, I, I don't remember. I, I don't know I'm if I ever saw remember. that movie. I was, I was, I was a young man or a young boy and 
you know um, um I, had, I had i had i had not come to terms of what i was watching when i saw dolly Parton right. because I, I was so young i didn't understand why i needed to care at that point you know right yeah no kidding um you know we mentioned mentioned rocky horror earlier with uh with halloween coming up another blazing one. saddles oh oh yes it, that that, was that has to be considered it oh man good call good call rod placement yeah um but anyway, one that goes along with Halloween as well as Christmas is Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas, absolutely. Yep, that's it's a great a one. Solid is a solid one. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, Speaking I've of the never, nightmare, now you have seen you've seen A Star Is Born. I, I have. Not. I've seen even both of them, the original big, and though, the second one. Even though I'm a big Lady Gaga fan, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's better than I thought. I'm not gonna lie. Where does that uh, where does I, that fall in the musical? Would you say? It, it, to me, it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. Um, was it? It was better than I thought. But understand that my my expectations were very very low. Uh, it wasn't bad. And there was a couple. I mean, there's a song that that I will say this about A Star Is Born is I from that movie I did start having an appreciation of Lady Gaga. She can sing. Um, and so I'll say that that was a big thing for me is, is for the first time I actually was like, okay, yep, I'll give her a chance. Cause she can, she can really sing. Um, but the movie was terrible. The movie was yeah. terrible. Yeah. Uh, speaking of nightmare before Christmas, this, um, this, this episode is brought to you by our good friends at European American Army EAA Corp. Where you guys know that they've had a big, big, big year, and there's getting ready some stuff coming down the pipe here in the next few weeks that you guys are really, really going to uh, enjoy. Obviously, the MC14T was uh, released earlier this year at NRA. You've got the uh, Witness 2311 coming down the road. Um, the P35 High Point's been coming out in the last year. And like I said, stand by the next couple, three weeks from now. Uh, something will be coming down the line. Uh, Clove, um, I know that you uh, are a huge fan of EAA. Um, huge, huge. They're great huge, people. Wonderful. Huge. huge. Fantastic. Fantastic. Wonderful. Huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we both have something that we can't talk about for another like, this is week true or two uh two weeks i believe yeah and man i'm chopping at the bits yeah basically two weeks uh, <laughs> but i did get an optic for mine today so slap on the knee yay or today a few few days ago actually uh so my first foray into uh i guess basically what you'd call carry optics right uh so yep. that's going to be super fun playing around with that and uh, uh getting some content out on that in the next couple of weeks or getting it ready to release in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah. You guys are going to be impressed with that, even though we can't talk about it. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Uh, which, which October sort of 2nd, I think, I believe, I believe it's October 2nd. You'll start seeing some stuff come out yeah. October 2nd, I believe um, is the release date. Now we talked about this privately, but what, what sort of sucks about this, the ones we have now is we just, got a hold of for extended yeah. play anyway the mc14 t yeah um and it was like man this mc14 t is freaking awesome and then like i'm not tired of the mc14 t yet i know chase is out there with the EAA, so right. I'm letting him know yeah i'd have to slow down the releases there brother uh <laughs> <laughs> give, people, give people 
time to get tired of something before you make something else awesome. Because uh, exactly, like I, I'm seriously, I'm not done playing with the MC14T. That thing's, uh, I actually, uh, we talked about that privately too. I actually considered carrying the MC14T to uh, to Kansas to TurnCon this yeah. weekend. I don't that think I'm going be, to. That, that would not be a bad choice. Do you have a, um, you have a, a, a holster. No, I don't, and that's why I said I, I tried it in a belly band and an ankle holster yeah. I've got and some stuff. Maybe a, and, a universal uh, holster just for the weekend, maybe? Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm just going to go with, with my dress and other things uh, that I'm going to have for that weekend. <laughs> I'm just going to go back, not dress, but the way I'm dressed. Uh, I will, uh, I'm going to be better with that Glock 42, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, it's all it's, Omar's it's, fault. It's, it, also, it is all Omar's fault, uh, fault for uh, sure. Fault. Yeah, always. Now, Scott said he's looking for a 2311 standby for the standby because the witness 2311 will be coming um, sooner than we think uh, now that yeah, our wonderful government and bureaucracy, uh, not just ATF, but we're talking different uh, bureaucratic State, organizations too. within uh, Department of State and, and all of that. Uh, we're involved in a lot of the importation of different things. So it's not EAA's fault on this one. I can um, promise you it's not. Yeah. They're so frustrated. It, it, it would have been out a long time ago. Had it been, what? Uh, months, I'm sure. Months. Three months. months four months. Probably months. Oh, at now. least. Yeah. At yeah, least. Yeah. So, you know, unfortunately. Uh, and, you know, that's the sad thing is is companies like EAA take a lot of heat when things don't come out. And, and I get why. Because you do have some companies out there that promise things and get pre-orders and everything else, and they don't ever do anything. But usually yeah. those are smaller startup companies. When you've got a big company that's been around and it's established as uh, European American Armory is, you know, when they don't get anything, when they show things at SHOT Show and show things at NRA, and then those things, you know, aren't out in the next month or two. It's, it's not their not fault. Their fault. <laughs> Something else is going on. They're not dragging their feet on it. They're they would not. They would not. Yeah, they, well, and one more point, they would not unveil something to the public that they weren't ready to go with if it wasn't, you know, up to the bureaucrats. Yeah, and we know that um, for a fact because yeah. we got to see the MC-14T at SHOT Show. We and they did. actually didn't publicly announce that until, until we were one April. of the very first people to ever see it. And the public knew zero about that until NRA, yeah. basically. So, yeah. um you know, and why was that? Because they haven't hadn't worked out all the kinks at Shot Show yet. So, uh, kudos right. to uh, EAA for that. And and really, Absolutely. the only reason it come out at uh, at NRA, if you remember, is it was all Omar's fault. <laughs> Omar released it too early. Yep. Yeah, it was all Omar's fault. That's why so, we blame Omar because it literally was his fault. He he gets the award I think every month for worst employee at EAA I, I think Omar does I don't, I don't know that for sure but I think he holds the record for sure I think he probably holds the record I would say that a year from now that record might be given to Sam um, just because he's a new guy so the new guy always gets blamed for everything true, um, true. but you know the the great thing about that is we're we're going to see Sam and Omar at shop next year or this year should be should be able to that'll be fun. So that'll be interesting. We're going to have to uh, mess with Omar a little bit. But yeah. And now you're up, man. But before, I guess before we do that, if you're out there yeah. and you're making a comment, uh, first of all, keep in mind that you will uh, have a chance to be chosen to pick our last topic of the evening. Brought to you by Taurus, and we'll talk about them uh, at that uh, juncture. But uh, 
so make sure you stick around and uh you know if we pull your name for that promptly give us a a topic um uh, and if you're in replay i don't know that we've said this but uh, you can always participate in the conversation uh, uh throw some musicals out there whatever down in the uh comments below so you're on deck man let's do it yeah real quick before we move on to mine uh, abby says PETA hates the atf they don't want competition that PETA PETA atf because uh, he, Peter doesn't like the ATF because the ATF will shoot your dog. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, there's my little blast right there. Uh, we're going to talk food. I didn't see that. Mandatory like, carry $6 super chat. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. it says hashtag keep fighting. Always, always, always. Um, we're going to talk food, but what we're going to talk about is like go to like if, if you, Okay, so let's say you were in the hospital or you were in jail, something that would not have for an extended amount of time, like you were in a coma. Took a wrong time. I, I know, I know, I know that's kind of going dark, right? Uh, let's say you're in a coma or you were in jail. God. Something that, that, that won't. You're in the you're in early grave. <laughs> A, but something that won't up. allow <laughs> but something that won't allow you to have like go to restaurants and all that you're you're secluded from the world for a while but you get out of that coma you're allowed to leave the hospital or you get out of jail or whatever like what's the go-to like what kind of food like mexican italian you know steak like what's your go-to favorite like if you could have your last meal like okay, that's a big good one. If you if you had to pick your last meal, what would it be? Then you're talking about it being one genre or one category. No, we'll do genre here in a second. But this real quick, what would be like you could have whatever you wanted? What would your last meal be? Man, that's tough. I know, right? Somebody once said uh, the uh, all you can eat buffet at Golden Crowd because it never end and I. I would uh, live forever, but um, man, last meal. Mm. That's a good one. Um, I only ask the hard questions. So. I know it's it's gonna be something Mexican food. I, I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a few minutes to think about. It. I'll go ahead and go through mine. How about that? While you, you, you well, take I some mean, time to think about if it. If it was my last meal, it'd probably be a combination of a bunch of things, and that's why. I yeah, asked. Are we talking sure. one category yeah, yeah, no, 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 nothing whatever, specific yeah. category. Just well, like, you know. Oh, I mean, I was, I was gonna say, like, what's your favorite like Mexican dish? Your favorite Italian? You know, all that stuff. So as I said, your last meal, you could have whatever you wanted. Yeah, it's gonna be a cornucopia of it all sorts of stuff you know right probably some tacos probably a steak yeah taters and gravy some good right, let me ask you that. this um how would you have your steak cooked oh it'd be medium. now sure, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've come a long way in the last six seven years my man six seven more like two but I well i was i was trying to give you a little bit of credit but yeah he used to basically his steaks were beef jerky when he got done with them so yeah. Anyway, so steak, some tacos. Yeah, probably not any Italian in there that I can that I can think of off the top of my head. To be quite <laughs> honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, mine maybe, is maybe obviously some, good. Maybe some, maybe some chicken fried rice, right? Maybe. Oh, uh, very good, very good. Mine's probably going to start with 
Uh, I mean, if it's my last meal, I'm going to go with a Wagyu steak. A little forty dollars an ounce steak. Uh, so if I can get like a four hundred dollar steak on the on the if, if it's my last meal, who cares, right? Um, I'm probably going to go with either some taco rice or some tonkatsu, which is kind of a uh, deep fried pork. Um, it's a Japanese dish, fantastic. I'm probably going to go with a little bit. I know it sounds crazy and it sounds so stupid, but a hash brown casserole. Probably going to go with a little hash brown casserole. Probably if I could get it from um, Cracker Barrel, I would. Um, some cream corn. And probably some tortellini. I'm, I'm a big fan of tortellini. But uh, but I take my steak medium rare. So um, someone was asking out there. But no, I, I, love, I, love, I love all of those things. And if I could have a last meal, I'd eat all of it because who cares if you eat too much right it's your last meal yeah now chase out there is offering to read the menu for me if i want to get italian so i appreciate that chase that has happened has happened before yes that happened at talladega um and then it also i i was at somewhere where you got maybe last year's nra maybe Houston. that was some delicious stuff i you know i i thank chase for that because i don't know what i would have what i would have even tried to eat there had he not translated it for me into like well, I'll tell you what, was, and, and it was good food. The little the restaurant were the good. restaurant that we're going going to be going to in in Wichita is a French bistro, and there'll be some stuff that we'll have to explain to you. I have called ahead Clover and asked for a kids menu with pictures, so uh, I don't know if they're going to have one, but they're going to be trying to get one put together for well, you. In, in, didn't in we Wichita. look that up? And they have a banging kids menu, don't they? Like, they do, but they also have a bunch of like steaks and all that. But uh, it's, I don't want you to go get chicken nuggets and and all of that at a French bistro. Yeah, I want you to expand it. Come on, man. Yeah, on. you know. Uh, but we're gonna go to a French restaurant. It's gonna be really, really good. But um, oh, speaking of food, we'll go into the, a different thing here. But um, something happened over the weekend. Uh, Clover obviously knows, and Chase knows, and, and Ginger knows. Um. Something happened that I've been trying to do for three years now. Um, so if, if you're not aware of this, every year we go to shot and we always have a dinner. But the last couple of years, I've been trying to get into Hell's Kitchen, uh, Gordon Ramsay restaurant there in Vegas. And every time that I go, like in October, literally, when I try to go get reservations, everything's booked. So my wife and I were kind of on a date night at, a, at an Italian place a few nights ago. And I said, oh, let's just check. And so I, I checked the thing and literally the only day that had a reservation available the entire week of shot was sunday night and so i booked it i was able to get a reservation for four of us to go to hell's kitchen in vegas sunday of shot um been trying for three years finally get into hell's kitchen and um you know we're not sure if clover's gonna show up or not i don't know if that's something he's um but anyways uh, we're going to be going to Hell's Kitchen Sunday night a shot. So that's going to be awesome. A Gordon Ramsay restaurant. It's going to be amazing, amazing, amazing. So really, really, really happy about that. Um, all right. So here's what I really want to talk about real quick. Okay. Um, let's, let's do this. What is your favorite kind of food, like genre of food, whether it's Mexican or barbecue or, or a steakhouse type thing or uh, Italian or Japanese or, or Chinese. Like if you had to pick like one genre of food, that's your favorite. What do you think that is? Mexican. It's Mexican. 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 I figured I'm you were going to say from, that. 
I'm from yeah. Texas. Yeah, even yep. even over barbecue, right? Like it's, it's Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for no sure. doubt. Um so like when you go to a Mexican restaurant, what's your kind of your favorite what's your kind of favorite dish that Okay, you know, so, no matter no matter where you oh, go, yeah. I know I know a specific restaurants so, you like specific, but if you go to a, a, a Mexican yeah. except for Tulsa, but if you go to a general Mexican yeah. restaurant, is there something that you're looking for? Is like I hope they have this on the menu. Um yeah, it's, it, you know, tacos are the are the go to, right? So take sure, tacos yeah. and put them on a shelf. And, and I want to talk about some banging tacos here in a second, but uh take tacos and put them on a shelf for a second because usually the tacos um are like an add on. I'll say, hey, give me this, and then, uh, yeah, throw a taco. Throw a couple in tacos you know, in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's it's, 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 it's kind of like the fries of the Mexican world, is it not? Yeah. yeah throw some I'm a, fries um, on the side. <laughs> usually I'm a, I'm a chicken enchilada guy. Uh, okay. With okay. Uh, uh, Cheese sauce and, or red sauce? What, oh, uh, yeah, cheese sauce be, or red sauce? It's got to be queso. Uh, okay, the, so you're the you're not you're not a red sauce fan of the enchilada. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a sour cream guy, so I don't like the sour cream sauce. Uh, but that's typically what you'll see on uh, on chicken enchiladas, a sour cream sauce. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and and no hate if you if you like that, that's cool. I'm a love, um, sour, I, I love sour but I'm cream. a rice and beans guy too. I'm not a double rice or a double bean like some people do. Like just I, yeah. I want the rice and the beans. Something about having all of that together. Um, yeah. Now. That being said, I talk about the bougie taco place here, yeah. uh, and man, it's making me want to go up there and eat. Just th- just talking about it, but um, they do a a special taco shell that is a like a puffed flour tortilla. Oh, okay, fried. interesting. And um, almost like a almost like a picture picture a gordita probably from um, sure. Taco Bell, but bougie style, right? Like actually a good, a good thing to eat, uh, not junk like they uh, they serve. But uh, yeah, almost like a gordita shell. And oh my god, those are absolutely freaking amazing. Um, and it's weird because those are usually different style of tacos. They have different things in them. So I asked yeah. for the regular tacos, but asked that they put them in the fancy. <laughs> Fancy yeah, no, no, food. sure. No, I, and, they I will do, that. and they'll do that. And they'll do that for for you. Uh, they'll they'll substitute, switch them around, which is awesome. But yeah, I want the regular taco fixings, but in that uh, in that deep fried gordita hmm. shell, and it, oh, interesting, man, they're, they're banging. They're so amazing. Absolutely, yeah. But you can get for, you know Mexicans cool because right, you can look at the variety you got. You got steak, oh, chicken, yeah. pork. Like you can go any direction with with that like here's a, yeah here's a great thing about mexican food is no matter where you go typically you can always find fajitas right yeah um, and i'm a big fajita guy now i would i i really love a carne asada but it has uh-huh. to be a good because you can mess up a carne asada really really quickly so i have to kind of know going into it if their carne asada is good or not if it's a good place that has carne asada then i'll get that but uh Fajitas, you can't go wrong. Now you were talking about like the rice and beans, right? Now what I love doing is when I get like the fajitas, it comes with the little extra plate, like with rice and beans and some lettuce and pico de gallo and guacamole and sour cream. I'm the weird one that takes a spoon and just mixes all of that together. 
and it's um, wonderful. Um, it depends. I know yeah, you don't. Yeah, I yeah. know you're not a big. You're not a big. I'm not a big tomato guy, uh, so I'll take that usually off. And I know you don't like sour cream, but rest of it, I will just mix it all up and just go to town on it. It's wonderful. Yeah, my wife's gotten used to it, but people will look at me funny because a lot of times when I do the chicken enchiladas, I will cut the enchiladas right. I'll go through it and cut them, uh, and then I do, and then I just mix the whole thing together. Yep. Uh, yep. And I can almost eat it with a spoon, you know, and it, it looks it look it does not look appetizing. I'll put it to you that way when yep. I do that. But it is delicious. Um, yep. But to your point, the little Mexican uh, food, the, uh, you know, I don't want to say like it's a taco shack or a taco truck. It's more of a taco shack because it is a little building. But uh, that's down the road here. Pretty amazing. Do they do street tacos or normal tacos? They do, they do street tacos. They Ooh. do. Some Mexican tacos. style nachos where you can substitute oh, yeah. fries or tater tots, which are sure. uh, a lot of a lot of good stuff there. But uh, the street tacos, the chicken uh, street tacos, and it comes with rice and beans. And I will spoon. I don't mix it together, but I will spoon rice and beans onto the tacos. Oh yeah, uh, sure. And I'm Absolutely. and I'm a and I'm a and I'm a street taco. I'm a corn tortilla guy, not a. Uh, I'm a flour tortilla a flour guy, tortilla. Uh, but I, but I, uh, now for regular tacos, I'm a flour tortilla. But for street tacos, yeah, the, the corn tortilla is great. But I, if I have my choice of like uh, just tortillas, that I'm going to go to the store and buy. I'm a hundred percent a flour tortilla kind of a guy. Well, you can do more with flour, so we certainly buy more flour tortillas for yeah. here because we've talked about you it. Make before, sandwiches whether, with it. You can do pizzas with it. You can do all sorts of stuff or some yeah. kind of little wrap or something. You can do a lot more with the flour for sure. Um, but um, if we're doing tacos, uh, if we you'll have yeah. taco night or hey, we're going to eat some Mexican food tonight or whatever. Yeah, yeah I prefer I prefer corn for sure. Yeah. White corn. Let me be specific with that. White okay. Corn. Yeah. I like white yeah, corn. White, yeah. corn, tor- white corn tortillas. Yeah. Now, Marcus, Marcus says you guys are always talking about eating stuff, but how many of you guys out there enjoy cooking? I cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner for my family and bake <laughs> as well. Uh, I do not cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I don't eat breakfast um, and all that. I have gotten into cooking, like actually cooking uh, in the last few years and really, really love cooking. I'm not any good at it. Uh, you get me behind a grill or you get me cooking steaks and stuff and I'll cook a steak with anybody around. Um, yeah. but cooking, I'm, I, I, I am good at cooking. If you give me like the recipe in the, in, in the steps, I can do it that way. I'm not to the point yet in understanding how all of the cooking works. I, I watch a lot of cooking shows. I love trying. I'm just not there yet. Uh, figuring out what goes with what and how to do all of this stuff. Now, my wife can walk into a pantry and blindfolded pick four random things out of the pantry, and in half an hour, she's going to make something that should be on like a restaurant menu. I'm not there yet, but I love cooking. I'm just not good at it yet because I'm still learning. Uh, but you get me behind a grill or cooking a steak, now that's a whole different issue, boys and girls. We'll uh, bring it on at that point. I can verify that. Uh, I actually spent fry all day Friday baking, so I'm not immune to it. Uh, you bake, like uh, cooking, but I think you enjoy baking more than cooking, don't you? I probably do enjoy baking more. Yeah, yeah. I baked. Uh, well, I don't know. After Friday, Woo. so we <laughs> well, had to, so I had a reunion Saturday. Backstory on this, and so you know, I'm about the only one that has attempted or even gotten my grandmother's God rest her soul recipes right for stuff, and so. Uh, I did two coconut pies, two chocolate pies, and a four-layer strawberry mm. cake. 
uh, mm -hmm. and it about freaking killed me Friday. Now, my grandmother could do three times that in the same amount of time. Uh, how she did it, I don't know. She was Superwoman. That's all I can say. Yeah. Um, right. She had some kind of watch, like a cable or Deadpool head or something that reverses time. I don't know. Sure. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, get to the reunion or whatever. And um, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, somebody said something about, oh, yeah, you know. Uh, oh, I was talking with somebody because they were talking about how I've tweaked the recipe. And I figured everything out. And they're going, oh, yeah. you know, the, the number one ingredient's love. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> no, curse words, maybe. There's a lot of curse words in those pies and that cake. Uh, but yeah. there ain't a, wasn't a whole lot of love. And I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I, did, I didn't hate it. Uh, yeah. But it was definitely stressful and, and everything. So, um, yeah. yeah. Now, Screaming Skull Saloon says, I rarely eat breakfast. Don't get me wrong. I love breakfast food. I usually do not have an appetite. I'm the same way. I love breakfast food but i enjoy breakfast food at night especially late at night um you get me to an ihop or a denny's or a waffle awful waffle at like midnight or something like that man i'm in hog heaven uh, i just i usually don't eat because if i usually if i eat before 10 o'clock i feel like bad the rest of the day now there are times where i'm gonna be busy and my wife will make me eat like if i'm gonna turn them in or something it's gonna be really really busy i need energy she'll force me to eat some you know a little small breakfast and all that but i love breakfast food i just enjoyed at night more yeah i'm more of a i'm more of a eating breakfast food at night too uh and yeah. just something that, that well, you don't wake up till noon so you really can't eat well, breakfast you know that's not that's not necessarily true anymore for sure i'm <laughs> like a medium steak but um the um something that i have done i got an egg mold where you can fry eggs in the air fryer. oh yeah yeah, and one oh, thing yeah. that's really quick that I've come to like, we were talking about flour tortillas earlier. Is get the small ones, the street taco size, yep. you know, or whatever, because sure. that's about the size of the three molds, egg molds. And then yeah. I take some, I get some Carl Budding turkey, uh, and it doesn't have to be that brand, right? But it's a thin shave, yeah. you know, turkey. And I lay like three pieces down in that uh, in there, and then put a piece of cheese in there, whatever your poison uh -huh. is, and crack an egg in there, break the yolk, uh, and then. Sure cook that in the air fryer and then take that out and throw that on a, a flour tortilla and you almost have like oh, a breakfast so. pizza oh my yeah, god that sounds good so, actually it's so good dude it is so yeah. i may eat one here in a minute matter of fact you know we could talk food for the next three hours but we can we always we, talk we, food but we, we do on. need to move on <laughs> let, me get, uh, let me get the uh, screen up here because we're fixing to uh if you haven't commented you better hurry up and do it because there's just a few seconds left and we're going to draw this thing and uh yeah whoever we draw will get to give us the uh topic for this next segment so and this segment uh, is brought to you by our good friends at taurus at taurus we'll talk and about we taurus will, here in a minute yeah we'll talk about them while we wait on uh, the person to reply so reply as quickly as possible if we uh come up with your name reply as quickly as possible with your topic here we go good luck to everybody I'm a little nervous. There's some people out there that I don't really trust. Oh, well. Hey, and there's one of them, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I don't, really don't trust that guy. Uh, it says, Clover, for you guys that are listening, Clover drew his own name. I so, drew my own uh, name. Go figure. Yeah, we're we're re spinning the wheel. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it was me. So we're going to redraw again. I don't trust Do either one of those fools. Right. Uh, so the good thing is, is we're both out of it now. So, yeah. <laughs> and if you're in replay, also remember that um, uh, 
yeah, you can participate if you have to jump over and join us live. So that's right. Hopefully that's we're right. out of it. I think I clicked the box that said remove. Mike, Mike McClune, Mike. Mike's out there. Uh, I haven't seen Mike say anything in a while though, but maybe he's still listening. Um, so we're going to give you about thirty seconds, Mike. Uh, if you're out there, go ahead and say what you want us to talk about. We'll talk about anything that won't get us kicked off YouTube. Uh, but while we're waiting on that, uh, Clover, this segment is brought to you by our good friends at Taurus International. All right, man. Did you see the new judge they dropped? I did. Uh, kind of looks um, Mad Maxish. Mad Max meets um, RoboCop meets. Yeah, uh, Mad Max is a good way of, of explaining it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, pretty cool. A uh, longer-barreled judge, essentially. Uh, yeah. I think reminds me a lot. i tell you what it reminds me of <laughs> is a, a Thompson contender revolver, almost. It's, I will take your word kinda, on that because I have no it, idea what that is. Kind of <laughs> how, uh, how it looks. Uh, we're past hey, Mike says he won, so he is out there. So, Mike, you've got a little bit of time. Give us a topic. Anything that you want to talk about uh, that won't get us kicked off of, of YouTube. Right, we'll talk right. about anything. And we've got uh, Honest Truth out there. Become a uh, channel member. I don't know of because this is i don't know is i don't know if it was me or you but uh it's on several channels but thanks bro appreciate that thank Either you way, for that's yeah me or ghost. absolutely thank you uh absolutely yeah. so uh yeah michael give us a topic but yeah taurus right, chicago right. mike says jack it was, he, you know does it maybe it kind of revolves you of like the the old joker jack nicholson joker gun maybe because uh, uh, chicago mike says jack could carry that appendix <laughs> nah, not at all he could but that no, that's a uh, that's a Smith and Wesson Model 15, which is a very very traditional revolver, and the judge obviously is not with the long cylinders and everything else. I think anyway. Mike wants to say, "Well, darn," and all this other stuff. Give us a topic, yeah, Mike. We just Come need on, a bro. topic, man. Give us a topic to talk about. We we you're welcome, uh, and yes, you're the winner. But there is a responsibility of winning, Mike. Go ahead and tell us your favorite donuts. Okay, here we go. Topic. Mike is like my favorite commenter out there now. Um, winner, like winner, donut, donut Ooh, dinner, right nice. there. So we got donut talk for about ten minutes. He got donut, which is about as good as it gets, nice. isn't it? Uh, well, before not, before we get going, people know that a couple years ago in Tulsa at Wanamaker, uh, Clover and I tried an experiment, and it, it is a little bit of diabetic heaven. Uh, the old Krispy Kreme glazed donut with a Wendy's chocolate frosty. Um, that is my warm, favorite. Now, it is a, a warm, warm, a warm, Krispy yes. Krispy. That is uh, my favorite donut because it has to be combined with the chocolate frosty. Oh but if you have those available to you, that is the greatest way to eat it any donut so, ever hands down so if you've never had fresh crispy cream donuts and pro tip yeah. if you can get there when they're just coming off the conveyor if the lights stand, are on it means they're warm and you stand over at the window and you watch them being cooked or whatever a lot of times they will pull one off like off the conveyor and hand it to you like free yep. of charge you get a yep. free donut you even got to pay for it but let me tell you something once you bite into that it's like eating a baby angel and you will buy a dozen and take them home. Like, there's no doubt. Uh, not, not that we're saying that we uh, recommend you eating a baby angel. Eating. It could be worse. No. I could have said I could have said eating a third trimester angel, but it, oh, no, baby God. angels, baby angels. 
Uh, yeah, there's nothing like the texture and consistency, right? Of a, I'm, I've, I've ate no other donut. And, and don't get me wrong. Even a bad donut's a good donut most times, but yeah. I've never I've never eaten another donut that has the especially when it's fresh like right out of the fryer, fresh glaze that has yeah. the consistency and the fluffiness or whatever the airiness of a Krispy yeah. Kreme. It's just amazing. Yeah, my I I, I enjoy Krispy Kreme. My favorite, and I don't know if because it's a favorite because it's really that good or it's because we always got them for free. Uh, we had a guy that was on my uh, baseball and basketball and all that growing up. We played a lot of sports together. His name was Ryan Shipley. And not that that means anything to anybody. It wasn't him. His family started Shipley donuts. And if you're in the South, you may have heard of Shipley donuts, but I went to school with the guy's son, uh, Ryan. We always, we always got free donuts all the time we ever wanted. And I love Shipley donuts. I don't know why. Maybe it's like maybe, maybe a little more cakier. Uh, I, I don't know, but I, I'm I'm a big fan of Shipley. Um, so, what's your favorite kind? Is it glaze or chocolate? What's your favorite kind I'm of donut? I'm an original man. I'm an original. I go glaze. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll go with a twist. I'll go with a like the lemon sure. fields are good. Ooh, the lemon uh, fields are good. Yeah. You know, chocolate. I mean, I'll I'll down a chocolate one. That's now, are do you now are you a chocolate donut guy or a glazed donut with the chocolate? Frosting, the chocolate on. frosting, or the chocolate glaze. I swear, I am as well. On, I'm not big on the dense. I will say this: I'm not nope. big on the dense on the dense donuts, like the cake style donuts. Like if yeah. I'm gonna eat cake, I'm gonna eat cake. I want my yeah. donut to be somewhat fluffy. Um, but yeah, I've had Shipley's. Uh, most recently, we had Round Rock donuts, and those are made with fresh oh, hard eggs. If you've never had a Round Rock donut, I never have. have you're going to have to stand in line at whatever time of the day you go down there. I can promise you uh, you're going to have to wait in line to get in and be prepared for that because it's like a national treasure. But if you're ever down around the Austin area, uh, Round Rock yeah. Donuts, you're welcome. And they have one that is huge. They have one that's the size of like a record or something. Uh, even you could get and everybody could share it if they wanted. Uh, but um, those are amazing. Um, I'll tell you two other things that are when we're uh -huh. talking about donuts that are interesting here. Um, and I'll ask this, I'll ask this first because most, more people may be familiar with this, but uh -huh. do you remember, I remember growing up and I haven't seen them in many, many years or decades. Do you remember the donuts in the frozen food section? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. remember those being that bad, but, but here's the thing. No, the, you had to no the I remember the, I remembered liking them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can, you can screw them up. Yeah. Yeah. You can screw them up. Like if, sure. you did, if you went a second too long, that was a hockey putt. You just screwed yeah. that thing up. You had to be perfect. Uh, the glaze would all melt off and everything if you didn't hit it just yeah. right. Uh, now, Mike says he's never met a donut he didn't like. I have, unfortunately. Oh. I have met a donut that I didn't like, you know. And then um, and then the other thing, I, I've done that pretty regular. My mom, my grandmother's all done it. I don't know if anybody else has done it. Uh, but donuts out of canned biscuits. That's one of the easiest ways to make donuts, and they're pretty darn good. Don't get me wrong. They're not as good as going to the donut shop and getting fresh donuts that are actual yeast yeah. donuts. But yeah. um, you don't believe me. Get you a, a thing of buttermilk grains. Um, oh, yeah. Get you oh, yeah. A uh, two-liter bottle cap or something to cut a hole out of the middle with. Uh, deep fry those dudes up. A little bit of powdered sugar, vanilla, and uh, vanilla extract and milk. To make a glaze, uh, mm -hmm. and and you're welcome because they are definitely good. 
Now, Chase, he said, he's got a point. He said, Krispy Kreme fresh, not glazed donut holes. But the donut holes, hot glazed donut holes from Krispy Kreme are the best thing ever paired with ice cold chocolate milk. Oh, yeah. Chocolate yes, milk is duh. To I mean, you have to go chocolate milk if you're going yeah. donuts. I mean, I'm just saying. That's why we had, That's why we, we took the step up to the chocolate frosty. Um, because we both next agree level. that you gotta eat chocolate milk with donuts, so we took it to the next level of of chocolateness. That was the frosty, and, and even if I you say, get, it was even heaven. if you get the little powdered sugar donuts, like I've got to get chocolate oh, yeah. milk with them. Like I yep. don't know why. It's something about donuts. Well, I I, I actually kind of, kind of was hungry this morning, so going into work, I stopped at one of the gas stations, and they had the powdered. I said, "Hmm, powdered donuts." I hadn't noticed in a while, and I went over the more messy though, right? Oh yeah, they're messy as hell. But um, I went over to the fridge in there, and they did not have any chocolate milk. So what did I do? I put the donuts back down. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it with regular milk. I yeah. had to have no chocolate milk. No, so it was yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Yamil out there says, "Stop it, guys!" I took my metamorphin. Uh, I don't take mine until later on tonight, so we're good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, that's fun. Donut talk. Hell yeah, donut talk. Um, we might have to get some donuts this this week while we're in um, at TriggerCon. We might have to try something with everybody. Um. I'm all for taking donuts early morning when we head into Jerkon. Take them. Yeah, of course. Can't go wrong with that. Because here's the thing. Yeah. Even if you get them, you don't have to eat them. If you don't eat them, eat them all right then. Later on that night, you can put them in the microwave for about 15, 20 seconds. They're still going to be good to go. Usually 5 to 10, I find, is about the sweet spot. It depends on the microwave, yeah. though. It That's depends on the microwave, earlier, yeah. Like, every microwave is different. You'll screw stuff up quick if you ain't careful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's probably the best to go at five-second intervals, you know, and then test it. Okay, five more seconds. Oh, oh there it is. Whatever that's, that sweet spot is, for sure. Yep. Faux show. Yep. So uh, thanks, Mike, it, for that. Yeah, okay. thanks, Mike. Oh, oh, always love me some donut talk. Oh, man. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, we, we, we're going to see each other here in a few days, my man. Um, and a lot a of other weekend. folks. And a lot of other folks, yeah. Chase, if you're out Don, there and you're going to be around Wichita, Kansas, and you guys are interested, TriggerCon is happening at, at, at this weekend. Uh, anyone can go to it. Uh, if you're interested, go check out TriggerCon.com. It's T-R-I-G-G-R-C-O-N.com. No E in Trigger. Um, anyone can go. Yeah, go go check it out. There could be a lot of uh, a lot of companies there. There's going to be a lot of uh, creators and influencers there. Uh, there's a couple of parties that are attached to it. There's a range day attached to it. It's a two day show, and the third day is a uh, a range day. So if you're interested, okay. and you're going to be around Wichita, man. Go go check out TurnerCon.com. Wichita, yeah. Looking forward to seeing obviously you, TJ. Yep. Uh, Sarge, Ob, Gizzard, Knob. That I know for sure. Chase, we'll John, going. Paul. And then, of course, Chase and John and Paul and all the industry folks that'll be all there. All the industry yeah. folks, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Um, we're trying something different this year. We're, we're, we're allowing TJ to stay with us. We're a little nervous about that because yeah. I think once you stay with us, he'll, he'll never want to go back and stay with Jeff at, at Shot again. Uh, he's going to be spoiled by not having to sleep in the murder motel. But um, well, we've already secured you know. our shot for twenty twenty four. This so is true. We've already, we've already got our yep. 
We've yeah, already that, got that our. It sounds weird. We up. haven't been able to register yet for shot, but we've already got our travel plans done, booked, yeah. paid yeah. for. Yep. Done. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, looking, uh, looking forward to it. Somebody hey, real asked quick. me about it. Somebody asked Go me about it uh, yesterday, actually, about TriggerCon, and and I'm like, you know, I don't know, I don't know what to expect. I'm like, this is only like the third year or something. So. Yep. Chase's Clover will be will be trying to crepe this weekend. Yes, he will. I've had, uh, I've hey, had let's, crepes, let's, but you know. Let's take let's take let's take two minutes real quick before we get out of here. A really interesting question from Marcus. What's your favorite trigger? A two stage or single stage? Um for me, um, it depends on what I'm looking to do. I would say in general, I I, I enjoy a two stage trigger for competition. Uh, I'd probably enjoy single stage for competition, but just in generalities, I, I don't. I, I like them both. I, huh? That's interesting. I'm completely opposite. Are you really? Yeah, I, I like I a do. single stage for competition. I'd rather have a single stage for for. Uh, I mean, a, a two stage for competition. Oh yeah, huh. yeah. Because I can set up on the wall, and then especially precision competition. I could set up on the wall. And well, that's true. Okay, well, that, that's fair because I don't do precision right. competition, so that might be the difference. You know, I'm trying to get a timed shots on target quicker. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yep. But um. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I like them both, though. I mean, I, I've got single and two stage triggers and a lot of different same. things. So, yeah, um, same. let me ask you this: uh, flat or curved? Not we're not we're not talking women's chest. We're I, talking triggers right. here. Yeah, definitely, definitely <laughs> curves in that area. So, um, so you know, flat to me, to me, you probably flat. Usually flat. Uh, yeah. Flat just has a again, especially from a competition setting and stuff. Flat has a lot of advantages. Consistent. Yeah. Uh, placement on the trigger to depending yep. on the style of trigger system that you're talking about and the force, yep. the way the force is applied, it's more evenly that way. You don't have that rocking motion that happens with a, uh, with a curved trigger. So, um, yeah. but at the end of the day, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely not a deal breaker or anything like that, but yeah, uh, no, I hear you probably, probably flat. Yeah. I, I would say that, for the most of my life in firearms, I enjoyed curved triggers. That's that's how I learned to shoot was curved triggers. Um, I will say the last several years, I have really gone in. Uh, TM Foss, $5 Super Chat, says Vandalay Industries. So you want to be my latex salesman. That is correct. He knows what my quote is about very well. Very good, sir. Um, but I will say that I have grown to love flat triggers. Not that I dislike them. I just I learned to shoot with curved triggers. So that's just what I knew, right? Um, as in everything in life, you, you evolve and all that. I love a flat trigger. I'll tell you what, uh, one of my favorite triggers in the world is, is hyperfire triggers. I've got several of them. Um, what I loved about hyperfire is they've got the flat trigger for the AR, but they also, you can also get like the little boot that goes over the trigger that it's a curved boot. So you have the best of both worlds. If you want that flat, you can go flat. If you like the curved feel, you get the curved feel with the with the flat trigger and how it operates and all of that. You can get the best of all worlds. But I would say if you ask me now, I'd probably say I'm leaning towards a flat trigger where I always probably was a, a curved trigger before, for sure. 
Um, let's see here. Ozzy says, I shot my first flat trigger today. Not a big deal. There you go. Um, it's a preference thing. And at the end of the day, it doesn't, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, a good trigger can be a good trigger without either one of those being a factor. Mark Jackson is a, one, uh, a single stage flat trigger. Don't put that on something on a ranged rifle. I'll say that. Uh, you can. You just got to need, need to be pretty careful. Um, but I would say that if you've put a single stage flat trigger on a, on a rifle uh, and you've done that, then you've probably got enough experience with that. Hopefully, you have enough experience with that rifle that yeah. you will be you will be careful you know it is um, i mean it's one of the things to where it's a it's a it's a benefit if you are somebody that's skilled and practiced with that but yeah. it's it's kind of like the whole adage when you start putting a lot of extras on stuff and you're trying to make up for skill yeah. um make up for skill with equipment that's yeah. a bad that's a bad thing so you know if your yeah. fundamentals are sound and you know all of this other stuff uh yeah it's not a big deal going you know doing yeah. something like that it's gonna it's gonna actually help you that's at that point that's the only way you're gonna start to improve is to yeah you know, add some add some, add some equipment yeah add some equipment that helps you improve incrementally yeah absolutely all right uh hour and 10 minutes um i know that we'll see each other here in a few days and all that but i know that you're you're late uh season of your podcast has started Heck yeah um what you got coming up on the channel and podcast in the next couple of weeks? Well, the gremlins that attacked us on the first week, um, you know, yeah, gone, right? I think the, the second week went off without a hitch, both shows live. And, uh, I'm trying to think who did we even have, uh, OSD, snob. Uh, operator survival tool and the gun snob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and even changed the, uh, where I was at in the studio for that, uh, for this last, I noticed week. So, that I did yeah, go, uh, go check those out. And, uh, you know, if you want to, they're in replay now. Uh, won't be anything this week because going to be preparing and getting ready, obviously, for TriggerCon, but we'll kick it back off next week. I think we've got, um, good Lord, who do we have next week? We've got No-Handed Shooter. Let's go look that dude up if you're not familiar with No-Handed Shooter. I'm sorry, what, what is it? No-Handed Shooter. I don't want to give much away with him, but, okay. but go look him up All on right. Instagram and, and YouTube and other places. No-Handed Shooter right. and Lock Grips. Blake with lock grips is uh there you go. Been a while say since hi to, say hi to house, Blake. So. Haven't seen him since Shot Show. Yeah, been a while since they've been in the house. So uh they've got some cool new things working. I think they even got were a new they at, were they in in Ram? I don't remember seeing them at in Ram, were yeah, they? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Were they I, I just they didn't were. see them, I guess. I'm pretty sure the last time I saw them was it was at Shop, but I don't I, I didn't remember seeing them in Ram. Doesn't mean they weren't I just didn't see them, so I didn't know if they were there or not. I'm pretty okay. sure they were, but they got you know, product-wise, they got some some cool stuff they're working on. And like I said, yeah. I don't, on either one of these guests, I don't want to give away the farm, but uh, but I think when I talked to him the other day, I think he mentioned they were busy moving into a new warehouse or a new facility or something oh, of that nature. So nice. Like, hmm, that's going to be an interesting conversation to kind of figure out. Whether well, hopefully, that means that they're doing well, and that that's means they need to expand. If yeah, if they're if they're having to expand and get into a bigger space or whatever, then hopefully they're doing well, and we like to see the uh, the companies that we that we work with, our friends in, in the industry, do well. So that's great, yeah, for sure. And they look for the TriggerCon content, of course, coming out. There'll be Obviously. minimum probably five videos uh, from uh, TriggerCon mm -hmm. that I will get done. Uh, so that. That is a commitment because of the travel sponsor. That's <laughs> but, correct. Uh, um, you know, I will crank those uh, out so you'll get a little bit of content anyway. 
uh, from TriggerCon uh, in the coming weeks. Yep, yep. Um, same thing with me. Um, you'll be seeing TriggerCon stuff come out next week, in the next couple of weeks probably. Um, for sure, get podcasts Tuesday night. TriggerCon will be joining us. Uh, Dave will be joining us from TriggerCon, um, media guy from there. Uh, then we'll we'll uh, see everybody, and um, I don't know. You never know. Be on the lookout. You never know when a ghost in Clover could just pop up randomly. Just saying. You never, ever know. Especially between here and Shot Now and Shot Show, right? This is true. This is yeah, true. Yeah. You never yeah. know when this something else might just randomly pop up and we do a ghost more, in Clover. More on that later. Stand by for the standby. Yeah, stand by for the standby. Stand by. All right, brother. Uh, as always, it was fun having this. Thank you, oh, everybody. Way, we, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get yeah. out of here, uh, Mr. Pilot. Uh, yes, sir. Shirley. Um, we need somebody in row 17 that can speak jive. If, if anybody out there knows okay. somebody. Yes. We have, a, we have um, somebody in aisle 17, and we need somebody that can translate jive for us. So we heard that doc, that, we heard that Doctor J was back there. Not only does he a doctor, but Doctor J could speak jive back in the day in the, with the Nets. Probably um, so. You know, with that, with the fro he had, I guarantee he could speak jive for sure. <laughs> Probably so. But yeah, we need to speak jive and quit calling me Shirley. Damn it. Um. Yeah, no, but thank you guys for for especially the ones that were out here. We had a great conversation uh, in the live chat. If you're watching this in replay or listen to this in podcast, go ahead and leave us a comment. Leave us a comment with a topic that you might think, what you thought about the podcast. Uh, tell us to, to go shove it, whatever you want. Leave a comment. More importantly, we invite you guys to come join the live chat. That's where all the fun happens. And, yes, you will obviously get uh, a chance to give us the third topic of the night as well. Um Thank you to our sponsors, EAA and Taurus. Uh, we appreciate both of them. Looking forward to seeing them soon. Um, thank you for everyone that supports myself and Clover, whether it's through Patreon or through YouTube channel memberships or shopping our affiliate links or Amazon or buying swag from our, our, our uh, websites. More importantly, just supporting us through just being here and watching our stuff and and possibly sharing it with your friends and all that. Any and every way that you guys support us, thank you so much. What we do ask you also is do go support our sponsors. If you're out there and you utilize uh, EAA for guns or Taurus for guns or whatever, or if you don't, just go to their social media and just leave a comment on your social. Thank you for supporting Ghost and Clover. Uh, that really does help um everything so yeah thank you for supporting us thank you for supporting everything that we do we know we put some weird projects out there don't we clove and why they continue yeah. to keep supporting us i don't understand but thank you yep yep uh you got anything before we get out of here i said good day i said good day so you want to be my latex salesman <laughs>